Thanks for checking out the Refuge Official Podcast. Wherever you're from, we hope that this message will encourage you and help you grow in your relationship with God. Uh, this is a great day. It's already June 21st. It's hard to believe the year is going by so fast. And it's also a very important day, Father's Day. And uh, we had an interview with the children a little bit earlier. And I tell you, uh, kids are amazing. The things that come out of their mouth is so inspiring at times and um, can bring a chuckle and and a smile to our face. Uh, In light of that, we talked about dad jokes. So I'm going to start out the service or the message here with a few dad jokes. The first one, why do gorillas have such big nostrils? Well... Because they have big fingers. And, and you can do the math and figure out that, the rest of that one. How about this one? Why are teddy bears never hungry? Because they're always stuffed. Definitely a dad joke, right? How about this one? Dad, did you get a haircut? No, I got them all cut. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it gets any better, but here's another one. How do you get a squirrel to like you? Um, Act like a nut, right? And my my grandson was just in Florida uh, this past week, and my grandson Ira, he's two years old, and he loves looking for squirrels in the yard. So we have this little time together where we go out in the yard and we look for squirrels, so that's always fun. Um, I do have another one, though. Did you hear the rumor about butter? Well, I'm not going to spread it. Okay. And then I think I'll add a bonus to the dad jokes today. Because you're probably already going, uh, Dad, can you put my shoes on? No, I don't think they'll fit me. Definitely a dad joke. Anyway, I think it's time to pray. Let's uh, uh, pray for the ministry of the word. And I believe as it goes forth, I trust that you will be inspired by the truth of God's word. Wherever you're at today, I believe God is going to meet you. So let's join our faith together as we pray. Heavenly Father, we're grateful for the opportunity to minister the word of God. And I trust that you prepare our hearts to receive what you have for us through this service, through this message. Father, we pray that you give to us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, a greater understanding. Father, we thank you for peace uh, that you bring to a troubled world. Father, no matter what's going on in our personal lives or around us, we are confident, Lord, that you are working all things together for good. In Jesus' name, we give you praise and glory and honor. Amen. Well, this morning, in light of it being Father's Day, I really want to talk about a father's role. And so we want to talk about some things that I believe are relevant, that uh, are applicable to lives, especially if you're a dad, especially if you're a father. But I believe in general to all of us so that we can have a greater understanding of, of, of fatherhood and the role of fathers in our society. And so I believe that as Father's Day, it's a day we celebrate every year, 
And uh, this is the day that we honor, I believe, our Heavenly Father as well as our earthly fathers. And I want to talk, as I said, about the Father's role. And dads, let me encourage you with these words spoken by the Apostle Paul. We see in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. And he writes, And I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Realize this is God speaking to us, that he will be a father to us. Uh, even if our earthly father fails, we have our heavenly father. I believe that fatherhood is to be held in high esteem. And this is the day that I believe we give special recognition to fatherhood. It's not only important to honor and to esteem our earthly fathers, but as we said, also our heavenly father. Fatherhood has come under tremendous attack in our generation. The decay of the role of father has brought massive destruction to the family. We see the results in our nation in so many broken homes. In New Man magazine, uh, there was an article entitled, Can We Get Along Without Fathers? And one statement in that article said, that more than half of our nation's children will grow up without a father in the home for at least half of their childhood. Now, this is a concern um, to me as a pastor. This is a concern to many uh, that really uh, look at this situation and the detrimental effects upon our society. Uh, So I want you to maybe give this some focus of your attention today as we pray and ask God to help bring restoration to fatherhood in our nation. Now, I want to share just a, a couple of things too. Personally, you know, I, I'm thankful for the role of my dad. Um, and he was a farmer. He's gone home to be with the Lord. And I, I still miss him. I really do. But as a farmer, he understood the potential of planting seeds and I'm thankful for the seeds that he planted in my life. He helped to shape and make me the person who I am today. I'm also thankful for my father-in-law and uh, Jim, who recently passed away this past January. Uh, we certainly miss him and the impact that he made in my life, hardworking, diligent, and so giving in so many ways. It's such a blessing uh, to me personally and to his family. I'm thankful also for spiritual fathers, men of God that have played a significant role in helping me grow in my walk with God and to develop as a man of God and as a minister of the gospel. I believe that um, Father's Day can be an incredible time for dads, and it can also be a difficult time. We need to realize that. Uh, also, for those that are a brand new father, uh, words can't express the emotion and wonder of being a dad. And Andy, my son-in-law, this is his first Father's Day uh, with crew, and we celebrate that little guy and what a blessing it is. For children, I believe it's a time to express appreciation for their dads. For the fatherless, it can be difficult wondering what they are missing out on. Uh, For adults or children who have lost a dad, 
it can be difficult, especially on the first father, Father's Day after their passing. For the father with a wayward son, it can also be a difficult time. Um, now, if you have the ability, let your dad know that you love and appreciate him. Express that to him today. If you can, give him a phone call. If, if you can go visit him or um, in some way express your appreciation to him. I want you to look at a passage with me in Malachi chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. And this is a statement uh, by the prophet Malachi at the close of the Old Testament. And it really, I believe, identifies with what we are seeing today in the earth, but also it gives us a promise of what God will do in light of what we see happening concerning fatherhood. Malachi chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And he, verse 6, will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with a decree of utter destruction. When we understand the importance of fatherhood, we see that destruction is pending if those relationships aren't healthy and whole. And I believe in these last days, we are seeing a move of God to bring restoration to the family. And ministries like Focus on the Family and other ministries in this nation are working to bring healing and hope to homes and families. And so we, I believe, are seeing God do some amazing things among families. Even in the midst of all the negative things, there is a work of God uh, that is bringing change and hope and help to this hurting world. And in the church, this is where it begins, uh, in a place where we can equip fathers, we can equip uh, parents, we can equip families, husbands and wives, to build meaningful relationships and raising their children and families. And so, but there's that unique relationship between the father and the sons, the father and the daughters. That's important. And, and Elijah, uh, the prophet, is a type of that ministry uh, reaching this world today to bring hope and restoration. Being a father is not just a biological role. It really goes far beyond that. It means leadership, provider, protector, and being a living example. Now, I thank my dad. I've learned so much from him. In fact, growing up, I had this desire to please him. And so what I did as a young man, I can remember I always was looking for the affirmation and the acceptance of my father. And when I would do something and I would see his approval and favor, there was something in me that helped me to convert that attitude towards God. And so that's something we need to understand. Uh, the attitude that I had to please my earthly father uh, affected my relationship towards my heavenly father. And so uh, I'm thankful to my dad. So whatever he did to instill that in me and affirm me with words 
that built me up, um, I think is significant. Now, I personally thoroughly love being a dad and a grandfather. Uh, I'm so thankful for the lives that God's entrusted to me to nurture, to help guide and direct. There's such a joy. There's such an investment of time and effort to really make a difference in their life. And I want to be a part of their lives. I don't want to control their lives, but I want to be a part of their lives and nurture them and help them in any way that I can. Uh, so I, I think that it's important to realize that God has entrusted us with these lives that we nurture, we care for, we protect, we provide for, and we raise them to stand on their own so they can accomplish hopefully greater things than we have. I sincerely believe that every father truly wants their children to succeed and supersede their own accomplishments that they've made in life. I want them, personally, I want my children to far exceed me in what they accomplish and fulfill in their life. So as a father, I want to share four things with you that I believe are significant when we consider the role of a father. And first of all, before I share these, it's understanding that your role is God-given. It's a God-given role. And I believe the scripture gives us clear guidelines and insight of how we are to be as fathers, act as fathers, and live as fathers. And so the first one I want to share is stay in tune to your children's needs. Dads, as they grow older, obviously their needs are going to change. And um, being an empty nester is not so bad. And the scripture, along with this one, I think is appropriate, is Matthew 6, 8. And it says, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Now, this is in relation to our Heavenly Father. He knows what you have need of before you ask, but yet he delights in you asking him. But I believe as a father, your role is to anticipate the needs of your children. And as you anticipate those needs and as you're uh, open to meeting those needs, uh, that's a significant part of your role, anticipating the need and helping them through every stage of life, being there for them. The second aspect or role of a father or fatherhood is to be the spiritual leader of the home. Now, we call that the priest of the home, and the priest is, is simply the one who advocates, the one who oversees, the one who administers God's grace. Um, and so it's the job of the leader of the home to minister not only to the Lord or the priest of the home to minister to the Lord, but also to the ones entrusted to his care. And that would include your wife, wife and children. So be the initiator of prayer, going to church, spiritual leadership. 
If you pray for your wife and children, God is going to speak to you about their needs. He's going to cause you to be in tune to their needs. And, and, and one thing for me personally, I can remember when my kids were growing and I've, sometimes you feel so inadequate as a dad to be able to give your children what they need. But dads, as you spend time in prayer, God will give you insight and help you to be able to be the dad that you need to be for them. Because there's a grace, there's a strength that God gives you so that you can successfully father your children. Um, But I want to encourage you to to go after God and involve Him in your life to help you with this great responsibility. The number three, be the provider, not only of household income, but of nurture and love. And, and there's a scripture that depicts the Father's love for us. And this is something that I believe we can emulate as well as dads. And we see it in 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. 1 John 3, 1 and 2, it says, See what kind of love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God. See, the love of God actually is directed as a father to a child. And that's what God wants us to encounter with him, the creator of the universe, as our father, as a father to a child. It goes on to say, let me, I'll just read it again. See what kind of love the father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it does not know him. Verse 2, beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. When we get a revelation of God the Father and his love, that helps us become what he's meant us to be. And realize, fathers, you are instruments to help your children become what God has called them to become, what God has called them to do in serving his purpose for their lives. Uh, So let me give you a fourth one here. As a rule, be the protector, fathers. Be the protector. You're responsible to protect your family from enemy attack. Hold your family together. Um, get rid of your I don't care attitude. I don't care anymore attitude. You, you have to care. You have to be concerned. You have to be involved. Fatherhood is depicted in the character of God the Father. His very attributes reveal true fatherhood. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm getting down on fathers today because I want to encourage you as dads because your role is so significant. It's so important and I believe God enables you to excel at being a father. Now, what does being a father mean uh, to you? And that's something, just ask yourself that question, ponder that, and think about that, dads. Now, to me, it means that I can demonstrate the father's love for his children as I relate to my own. And, and that's something that 
I think is so important. It means an opportunity to demonstrate the Father's nature as I relate to my own children. And not just as I relate his love to my children, but also his nature. Realize that their concept of God's character will be shaped largely in part by how you relate to them. Most wrong concepts that people have of God are a result of the way they related to the earthly father. Being a dad has changed my life. I've grown in patience. And how, I'm just asking this question, how do you want to be remembered as a father? And, and that brings this thing called legacy, leaving a legacy at the end of life. What will people think of you and who you were? And, and leaving a legacy is not a choice because we're all going to leave one. Yet the kind of legacy you leave is determined by you. And it starts now. Uh, questions that will help you identify the legacy you wish to leave is, is simply, how do you want to be remembered? What do you want your life to stand for? How do you, do you want to be remembered by your family and friends? What lessons would you like to pass on to future generations? Now, that, those are all things relating to legacy. I want to address this as well. Since it's Father's Day, it's a great opportunity to talk about the Father's heart. Now, the loss of a father or never having known a father can make this special day a very painful day for many people. Men, if you don't have children, realize you can be a mentor to others. Uh, when our son Daniel was in kindergarten, he came home one day and he, and he asked me and mom, who is my biological father? And I said, well, Daniel, I am. And Deb said, yeah, daddy is your biological father. No, no, he's my daddy, but who's my biological father? And so Deb and I looked at each other and we're wondering, what's he talking about? And then we asked him, said, why are you asking this question? He said, because of this boy in my class, he has his daddy, and then he has a biological father. He has two fathers. And I said, well, I'm both your daddy and your biological father. And then he started crying, and he said, but I want two daddies. <laughs> so he didn't under, quite understand the concept, but, you know, now he does. So, yeah, anyway. Fatherhood is more than just a concept we embrace to raise children. It's a role that our Creator, our Heavenly Father, has defined and expressed towards His offspring. For us to understand true fatherhood, we must have an understanding of the heart of God towards us. See, He is protector, He is provider, He is encourager. He is for us, not against us. Sometimes 
we deal with this thing called the father wound. Maybe you feel that your father has failed you in some way. Uh, Maybe they spoke things that have been detrimental to your life, such as you'll never amount to anything. I wish you were never born. You're nothing but a failure. You're nothing but trouble. See, in, in my role as a son, I learned the importance of pleasing my father. In my role as a father, I learned how important it is to model our Heavenly Father to my children. See, you love them because they are yours, even when they make mistakes, even when they make a mess, even when they dent the car, even when your daughter runs into the garage and smashes the garage. We won't mention anything about that. See, we have unconditional love for our children. They're not perfect. Neither are we. But for the father's role, we understand while almost any man can father a child, there's so much more to the important role of being a dad in the child's life. Fathers are central, I believe, to the emotional well-being of their children. They're to be capable caretakers and disciplinarians. See, a father's goal, I believe, at least for me and for many, is to see our children serve the purpose of God for their life. So I celebrate their commitment to walk with the Lord. And we're so blessed to see our children having made decisions to follow Christ And that, to me, brings me great joy. And to see them to serve the purpose of God for their life, as I attempt to do in mine, to serve the purpose of God in mine, I believe is a great, significant goal. Proverbs 23, 24 in the Message Bible reads, Listen with respect to the Father who raised you. And this is a challenge to uh, you guys out there. You're still at home. You're still having to obey mom and dad. Listen with respect to your dads because I believe that will pay off richly. In fact, the first commandment with a promise in Ephesians 6.1 is if you honor your father and mother, you live a long life. It will go well with you. There's so much that can be said, and I I don't really even think I've touched the surface this morning, but hopefully I've shared a few things that can inspire you and help you. And my heart is, is really for you as dads to become all that God desires you to be and really to look to Him to give you what you need in the area to change, to grow, and to become a godly father and an example to your children. Uh, This morning, as we look at our own lives, and I want you just to consider the place you are at with God right now. Maybe you're not in a good place with the Lord. Maybe you don't have a meaningful relationship with Him. And I want to extend an invitation to everyone listening, for those that don't know the Lord, to accept Him as their Lord and Savior and to begin to trust Him 
Um, the scripture is clear concerning the fallen nature of mankind. All of us have come under the bondage of sin and its effect and impact upon our life. But God provided a solution to the sin problem, and that is Jesus. He sent Jesus to die on the cross so that all of us could receive forgiveness if we accept him and believe in him and totally surrender our hearts to him. And so this morning as you're listening, I want you to ask this question. Am I ready right now to make sure my life is right with God? If it's not, I want to get it right. That's a decision you need to make. And the Spirit of God, I believe, is dealing with some that are listening to me right now because you know the condition of your life is not what it should be. And you may be dealing with hopelessness, despair, frustration, anger, but God wants to meet you, and he wants to reveal his love to you. And there's a prayer that we call the Believer's Prayer, and I want you to pray this prayer after me. And as you do, embrace these words and open your heart to the love of God. Open your heart to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Pray. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I come before you and I acknowledge my need. I'm a sinner who needs a Savior. I believe you sent Jesus Christ to be the Savior of the world, to die on the cross for me, and to be raised from the dead to give me life. Lord Jesus, I put my trust in you. I surrender to you. I repent and turn from my sin. Come into my heart, Jesus, and be the Lord of my life. I believe in my heart that you died for my sins and that you rose from the dead to give me life. I now confess you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins and make my life what you want it to be. Amen. Well, this morning, uh, we also just want to uh, thank you for tuning in. And dads, we want to pray a prayer for you. You have an enormous task before you. And no matter what struggle you may be facing, God has grace sufficient to help you succeed in your role of father. Let's join our faith as we pray for fathers today. Heavenly Father, we call on you. And we thank you that you are the example that we are to be to our children. I pray that you strengthen every dad and help them in the areas of their struggle for them to be the nurture of the home, to be a leader, Father, to be able to anticipate the needs of their children. Father, that they would be consumed with your love and be able to express that to their household. Father, to be the example that you've called them to be. In this day, in this generation, thank you for raising up godly fathers. 
that will lead by example, that will be, Father, what their children need them to be, to help them grow, to be trained, to be disciplined, so that they can serve the purpose of God for their life and and live to fulfill, Father, the destiny you called them to fulfill. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Amen. Well, God bless you. We thank you so much for tuning in this morning. And at this time, we're going to close the service with a song. So worship with us. God bless you. At Refuge, we believe all people matter to God. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to connect further with Refuge, feel free to go online to wearerefuge.net or on social media at wearerefuge.net.